Open with me in John, chapter 17, verse 3. Amen. Three together. It says, now this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you sent. Today I'd like to speak about eternal life. Can you repeat this phrase with me? Eternal life. Let's pray. Please close your eyes, bow your heads. I ask that the Holy Spirit of God may be in this moment ministering to your heart. Don't let anything distract you, anything steal your focus right now. Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus. Father, I believe that your presence is here in this moment. Father, you said that you would be with us until the end of time. Father, and we pray that there would be an understanding, a revelation of your word in this afternoon, Lord. Father, that our hearts may be a fertile soil for the, for the seed of your word, O oh Lord. Help us to understand every principle, Lord, for our calling, for our lives, for our ministries. That this word may not only reach, Father, our, our intellect, our understandings, Father, but also in our spirit, in our intimacy, O oh Lord. Precious Holy Spirit of God, you have the freedom to move in this place. I rebuke every spirit that brings distraction. I rebuke them now in the name of Jesus. Father, and take our thoughts captive, Father, in obedience to Christ and your word. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. So this verse speaks about eternal life. It's about knowing G uh, God and Jesus Christ, who he sent. And what can we learn here in this verse in relation to eternal life? You know, it's knowing God and knowing Jesus Christ. I, I believe that we have a lot to learn with this verse. Because whenever we're talking about salvation, we should spend all our time and effort to try and understand this in a deeper way. And this is what Jesus is trying to teach us here. That to earn a life, it's, it's about two things. What, what are they? First, 
in knowing God, the one and only true God. And the second thing, in knowing Jesus Christ, who he sent. Amen? So the, the issue is, how do you know God? There are two principles here. To know God and to know Jesus Christ. Maybe it can be a little confusing. But in the end, you're going to understand. Amen? Another question. Do you know God? Or do you know Christ? Amen? I'd like to ask a few questions that will likely help us to understand a little bit better. How many, how many people here know an actor, or old actor, Sylvester Stallone? How many people know Tom Cruise? Yeah. Raise your hands if you know him. Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio, yo. <laughs> yeah. How many here know the current presence of Russia? Everybody knows. Maybe you have answered, yes, I know these people. But the truth is, you actually don't know these people. <laughs> You know that they exist. You know that they are around. It's different to know. It, there is a difference in knowing someone and knowing that they exist. Maybe you might have heard sp uh, someone speak about this person. Or maybe you've read it in the news. Or in the internet. But you can't say for certain that you know this person. That you know them personally. How many can understand? Is it true? So if no one has ever come to you and said, hey, this is this person. If you've never been personally with someone, then how can you say that you know them? So you can say that you know that this person exists. You've heard of them. But you don't have a personal relationship of any kind with that person. So you don't know them. Can you understand? You'll understand where I'm trying to, to go with this. <laughs> so can you understand? So there is a difference in knowing someone and knowing that they exist. Okay. And Jesus said that the eternal life consists of two things, to know God and to know Jesus Christ. But what I, I realize is that even in the church, many Christians, they say that they know God, but they don't know God personally. Maybe they hear about God, 
and we didn't heard about God, but you don't have a personal relationship with God. Because you don't spend time with God. You don't have dialogue with God. You don't spend time. We don't speak with Him. Or maybe even you've never had an encounter with the person of Jesus Christ. And this is what happens. Many people, they hear of God. They know that God exists. They, even, they might even read their Bibles. They, they have heard about facts about the existence of God. But they only know of His existence. They know that God exists. But they don't know this person pers personally. Amen? How many can understand and follow? So in the verse that we read, the word to know in that verse it has three meanings attached to it. And it's partnership, Intimacy and companionship. Amen? So, my intention here today is to present Jesus Christ as Savior and also to challenge you to know the person of Christ personally. Not only as a Lord and Savior of our souls, but that you may have an encounter that is personal, you know, and know Him in a personal level. Amen? So I'd like to invite you to have a partnership with God. How many want to have a partnership with God? It's to invite you to have intimacy with God. It's to invite you to have companionship with God. It's to walk side by side with God. Just that's how, in the same way that you walk side by side with your husband or wife. You, you help each other. You live in intimacy. You live in companionship with each other. Amen? Are you walking in this way with your partner? With your husband? In, in partnership? In companionship? Intimacy? I hope so. <laughs> Amen. The first thing that we need to understand is to know God the one and only true God and you need to reject from your life all the false gods. Amen? False images and sculptures. Everything that is an idol in your life. We can speak about many different gods and idols in your life that is, is there. But this isn't the topic I'm preaching about today. But I want to talk about us knowing the one and only true God. The eternal God. 
the one that is supreme, that it reigns over all the universe. Amen? Let's read Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 4. It says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Amen? He is the only one. He is the only Lord. Amen? Another verse, Isaiah 45, 5. It says, It says, I am the Lord, and there is no other. Apart from me, there is no God. But how to know God? This is what we're talking about. Because Jesus said that eternal life consists in these things. To know God and to know Jesus Christ, the one who he sent. But so how to know God then? First point. The Bible tells us that God was never seen by anyone. We see this in John chapter 1 verse 18. The Bible says that no one has ever seen God. No one has seen him. But his uh, one and only son that is with the father has made him known. So now we're going to see three references about God. Let's look at the Word of God right now and see these three references about the person of God. First of all, God the Father. We'll look at three references of God the Father and three references of Jesus, God the Son. So let's go, just going back over things. So to know God and to know Christ, our eternal life is based off, off of these things. So let's know God the Father first. Amen? So the first point. God is spirit. John 4.24 says the following. God is spirit and his worshipers must worship him in spirit and in truth. So the first thing we need to know about God to, is that God is spirit. We're talking about God the Father. Second thing, God is invisible. First Timothy 1.17 says, Now to the eternal king, the immortal, invisible and only God, Be the honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. So the second point, God is invisible. Third point, God is infinite. God fills heavens and earth. That is why he can be at the s in all places at the same time. Jeremiah 23, 24, he says, Do not I fill heavens and earth, declares the Lord. So God is spirit. God is invisible. And God is infinite. 
Amen? So, write down these three points. Now let's talk about Jesus Christ, the Son. Because the Bible says that eternal life consists of these two things, to know God and Jesus Christ. And how then do I know Jesus Christ? Jesus is the revelation of the Father. So God, he revealed Christ to the world and he became known. Let's look at John 1:18. Once again, no one has ever seen God, but the one and only Son, who is himself God, is in the closest relationship with the Father. So God, he revealed the Son. Second point. Jesus is the image of the Father. Jesus is the image of the of his visible image of the invisible God. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Jesus is the image of the Father. Amen. Let's look at Colossians chapter 1 verse 15. It says the Son is the image of the invisible God. The firstborn over all creation. So Jesus is the image of the invisible God. He is the appearance of the Father. Amen? Third point, Jesus is God with us. He is the Son of God dwelling among men. Matthew 1, 23. It says, She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. Amen? Do you understand what I'm telling you? It's not confusing, I hope. <laughs> If it is, we're gonna we're gonna get there. We're gonna clear things up. Only, and even even still, we know that the salvation is a mystery. Amen. For glory to God that He has revealed to us this ministry through Jesus. So even though there is this difference between the Father and the Son. It doesn't mean that they're separate in what they do. The Father and the Son has always lived in, a, in harmony together. Amen? And Jesus, he says in John uh, 10.30, he says, I and the Father are one. He says, I and the Father are one. So a God that is is one and only with different personalities and different manifestations. But they are one. And there is no division between them. Amen? 
So the, this God that is spirit, invisible and infinite, he manifested himself in flesh and he became visible. Amen? Look at what Paul the Apostle says. And he says that God, he is a mystery. Just like Christ is a mystery. Amen? Christ is the mystery of God that was revealed to us. Amen? How many here want to know God and to know Christ? Amen? Because in knowing this is what eternal life is about. Christ is the mystery of God revealed. 1 Timothy 3.16 It says, beyond all question, the mystery from which true godliness springs is great. He appears in flesh, was vindicated by the Spirit. It says, was seen by angels, was preached among the nations, was believed on in the world, was taken up in glory. Amen. So the eternal God was made in time and was subject to time. So the infinite became finite. The immortal became mortal. And the God became man and lived among us. Amen. Glory to God. So if we don't know Jesus Christ, the revelation of the Father for us then you won't know God. Let's continue. That is why Jesus, he's a mystery that was hidden in the Old Testament. Because then you will start to read the, the, the Old Testament and you won't have the revelation of the person of Christ. But he is the same God of the New Testament. It doesn't change. Let's look at Deuteronomy 4.12. Then the Lord spoke to you out of the fire. You heard the sound of words, but saw no form. There was only a voice. So in the Old Testament, they would hear the voice of God. But they couldn't see him. They couldn't see a form. But in the New Testament, God, he takes up a form, a body, a human form with a body, and he lives among us. God with us. Amen? John 1:14. We're reading the Bible a lot today. Amen? You will only understand if you actually go down into the Word of God. That is why a lot of the times we come here and we can't understand a lot of the messages. In the last message that Marcio preached, Pastor Marcio, he asked us to read uh, Matthew chapter 25. Because if you had read Matthew 25, you would know exactly what he would be preaching about. 
That is why I always encourage everybody, read the Bible. Know the Word of God. It's, it's going to help you understand what is being preached. Amen? It says, the Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. We have seen His glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. So can you, can you understand that Jesus is the one that reveals the Father? For Jesus, is, he, he himself said, whoever sees me, sees the Father. Whoever, whoever knows me, knows the Father. Amen? So there is no salvation outside of Jesus Christ. Jesus is the only way to God. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. So Jesus, he is Emmanuel, God with us. He is, he is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. He is the verb, the voice that became flesh. And he is the one where all the biblical prophecies are completed, are fulfilled. And today we can only know God through Jesus Christ. So the first thing that I need to present to you is Jesus Christ as your only Lord and Savior. Amen? And eternal life is this. You're going to leave this place with this phrase in your, in your mind. is <laughs> to know God and know Jesus Christ. Because I'm going to repeat this a lot. <laughs> so eternal life is this, to know Jesus. Because God is hidden in Christ Jesus. And that's why the Bible calls it a mystery. God is hidden in the Son. And the Son is in the Father. And the Father is in the Son. And you can only know God all those who have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. So it's not enough to come to church every Sunday and to say, I know Jesus. If you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus, I personally don't believe that you know Jesus. Amen? Glory to God. So let's read. John 14, 8-10. And it says, Philip said, Lord, show us the Father. Look, pay attention to what we're reading right now. So Philip said, Lord, show us the Father. And that will be enough for us. And Jesus answered, Don't you know me, Philip? Even after I have been among you for such a long time. Now look at the end of the verse. Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. 
So how can you say, show us the Father? Don't you believe that I am in the Father and the fa that the Father is in me? The words I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority. Rather, it is the Father living in me who is doing his work. So what do we learn here in this verse? That Jesus, he, he, he cautioned Philip. And then he says, okay, go today and tell the same thing to my church. <laughs> Spoke to me about this. Because it's not enough for you to only be in the church and not to know Jesus personally. Not only by hearing what we're saying here. It's not enough to sing and clap and go home. But you need to cultivate a personal relationship with Christ. And Jesus, he cautioned Philip. And he said, I'm with you for so long and you still don't know me. Jesus, every Sunday is here with us. The Bible says, wherever two or three is together, I am there and I'm in the midst. So do you know Christ, Jesus Christ? Or even do God, does God know you? God knows you. But do you know him? Do you know Jesus Christ? Amen. So we could run, we, we run the same risk as Philip did back in the day. We could be in the church and not know Jesus Christ. Even though he's among us. Walking with us. Can you understand what I'm saying? How long have you been in church serving the Lord? How long? Do you know Jesus? You have heard speak of Jesus. You know that he sets free. You know that he heals. But have you got a personal relationship with Jesus? Do you speak with Jesus every day? Do you have dialogue with him? Amen. Do you know that really stressed day? that you come home from work and you're really stressed, very tired, you only need to hear him, Jesus. I'm not talking about coming to church. We're talking about knowing Jesus and knowing the person of Christ. It, it's about having a relationship with the word, about seeing him, hearing him every day. Amen. Can you understand what I'm saying? So if those that don't have a personal relationship with Jesus will never know the Father. Who doesn't, those who doesn't look to the Father, to the Son, will never be able to see the Father. Those who don't know Jesus will never understand the work of redemption and the work of the cross. Amen? Companionship. Intimacy with Him. 
partnership. I'm not necessarily talking about serving the church. That was four messages <laughs> that the pastor Marcio preached. Amen? So Jesus, he explains to Philip, I and the Father are one. Let's go back again. I and the Father are one. God and Jesus are distinct. They have different personalities. They are manifested in different ways. However, they are inseparable. So let's see that true Jesus here, this God that is invisible, that can't be seen by anybody, he took a, a corporal form so, so that he could live among us, among men. So that the person of God could be manifest in the person of Christ. Amen? Jesus is 100% God and 100% man. Can you agree with me? Amen? Glory to the name of Jesus. How many can understand? Amen? That is why Jesus, when he was here on this earth, he couldn't manifest all of his attributes. For example, he couldn't be at the same place all at the same time. He wasn't an infinite God. He wasn't an omnipresent God. An, he wasn't an omnipotent God. But thanks to the fact that he became man, like us. Let's look at another verse. Hebrews 10:5. It says, Therefore, when Christ came into the world, he said, Sacrifice and offering you do not desire, but a body you prepared for me. Colossians 2:9. It says, for in Christ, all the fullness of the de deity lives in bodily form. So, in Christ, the fullness of God dwells. Amen? And lastly, let's look at another text that reveals to us God being revealed through Christ. And reconciling man to God. Amen? And it says in 2 Corinthians 5.18. It says that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. So God was where? God was in Christ. He was, and he was reconciling us to him. 
Amém? So it is clear that the God was never seen by man. But, but in the Old Testament they would hear God's voice. But they didn't see a form. But now the same God, he takes a form. A, a human form, a corporal form. And he lives inside a body. As As we read in John, the verb became flesh and dwelled among us. Do you understand this? So, so John is saying, we saw his glory, the glory of the one and only Son. Amen? So God, he was in Christ, revealing his person through Jesus Christ. not taking into consideration the sin that humanity has commit, had committed. And he entrusted to us this message of reconciliation, of salvation. Amen? Now let's just briefly speak about reconciliation. And if, the past, if Pastor Marcia gives me another opportunity, we will continue to speak about this message and we will, it will go into a little bit more about reconciliation. Because we were enemies of God. We were separated from God. But Jesus came in human form and he reconciled us to God through the Christ, to, to the cross. But it's not an automatic process. Otherwise it would be really easy. So how many here want to have eternal life? So let's go again. Eternal life is this. And it consists in of two things. To, to know God, the one and only God. And Jesus Christ, the one he has sent. Amen? And this is where I want to finish. Amen? So how should we know Jesus? So I, I spoke of the person of God and the person of, of Jesus here. And we spoke about the characteristics of the Father and of the Son. But how should we know God? Who is Jesus? Jesus is God. He is the image of God. He is the visible image of the invisible God. And you can only see God, uh, God through Jesus Christ. In Hebrews 1, 3, it says that the, that the Son reflects the glory of God. He is the exact expression of God, the all-powerful God. Amen? So Jesus came exactly for this purpose. He came to reveal to us the image of the person of God. To reveal God's character and his, mor his moral character, how he behaves, how he thinks. And obviously to confirm his existence. 
we are here not only to know of his existence. But we're here to truly know him and know him personally. Not only of hearing others speak about him. Amen. So do you know God? Do you know Christ? How is your relationship with the person of Jesus Christ? How, if I were to ask you today, how have you been, how has your relationship been with him? Or if Jesus was here himself and he asked you, how is your relationship with me, my child? So I obviously know you, but do you know me? Amen. Let's stand up. There's a glorious presence of God here in this place. Jesus is here. He is moving in our hearts. Maybe there's a barrier in your life that is preventing you from knowing the person of Christ. Maybe it's your past. Maybe it's, it's a root of bitterness that you might have of God. Maybe someone hurt you. Maybe someone, maybe you were in pain. You're still healing. But Jesus is here right now. And he wants to heal you. He wants you to live in novelty of life. He wants to show you a new way, a new path for your life. Don't look at your past. Look to Jesus Christ. Maintain your focus in Christ. In the work of the cross, what he has done for you. Your, your, your life is conditioned to knowing Jesus Christ and to have an intimate relationship with him so I challenge you today invest time with God speak to him every day have dialogue with him spend time with the word maybe you might think I don't hear the word of God the, the voice of God Start reading your Bible every single day. Start having an intimate relationship with the Word. Because eternal life is, is, is conditioned to knowing God, to knowing Jesus. Amen. Let's pray. Start speaking to the Father right now. Say to Him, Lord Jesus, I want to know you. I don't only want to be the, those of that only know have have heard of you only. 
but I want to know you personally. I want to I want to feel your touch. I want to feel your love, your care. Father, we pray now in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray for everything that is hidden to our human understanding. I pray that you would reveal to our hearts in this afternoon, O oh Lord. Father, you have said that salvation is a mystery. But you have revealed this to us through Christ Jesus. And we want to have a real encounter with you, Father. We want to have our lives transformed and molded by the power of God. And I pray now in the name of Jesus Christ that all the evil powers, satanic powers be broken now in this place. That every mind that is being held captive by Satan may be set free now in the name of Jesus and receive Receive the light of the knowledge of Jesus Christ in your life, in your calling, in your ministry. In the name of Jesus, let all the ministries, Father, that are tied up because they lack companionship with you, because they lack relationship with you, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray now, receive the touching of, the, of God now in your life. Receive the manifestation of the power of God. Receive now the revelation of the person of Christ. Father, because it is you who reveals Christ to our hearts. It's not flesh, it's not blood, Father, that reveals it to us. But it's you, it's your spirit, it's our Father. We worship you now, Lord. We glorify your holy name in this afternoon. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Glory be to your name, Father. Glory be to your name, Father. Hallelujah. Give him a mighty hand of praise. Glory be to his name.